Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Hey, Matt here. Welcome to another episode of the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. It is way back Wednesday. This is the day where we reach back into the archives and pull out old classic episodes. And we've been reaching back into the archives of the Do-Over podcast, the podcast that started it all. And I got another great one for you today. Enjoy. During an era where countless people, businesses, and organizations are feeling the pinch, running out of time, running out of money, losing confidence, feeling as if life is unfair, praying for another chance, and unless something is done, life is going to pass them by. Fortunately, in the nick of time, there is now a place where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. Save your career. Save your business. Save your health. Save your relationships. Save your life. Get from where you are to where you want to be faster and with greater ease than you ever thought possible. Say hello to your do-over. Welcome to your do-over, coming to you live from downtown Los Angeles, and this is the place where I show people who want more out of life, people dissatisfied with their current situation, how to start over and begin a new life, setting goals and objectives so they can create wealth and live life to the fullest. You can jumpstart your do-over and lay a solid foundation for a better life by downloading the three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over for free at freedoover.com. It's a 55-minute MP3 audio program that I made just for you with three specific steps on how to get success as you start over. The three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over will put the legs under your table. They will lay the foundation for you to achieve. They will act as your traveling success coach. And they are yours for free at freedoover.com. All right, I've got a confession. A couple of months back, I announced my getting in shape program. Well, I have to admit, my confession is that I fell off the wagon. But I'm making a new promise, a new commitment. You know, I've seemed to have gotten a really good grasp on my career do-over, and I've gotten a really good grasp on my relationship do-over. But getting in shape, that do-over, not going so good, seems to be eluding me. You know, I've lost 40 pounds three different times in my life, and I've felt so good after I've done it each time. And I guess I just get relaxed, and I begin to enjoy life again, and then end up where I'm not enjoying it so much. 
But I just love good food so much. I mean, I know there's people out there that understand what I'm saying. Why did God make food taste so good? I just love entertaining. I love happy hour. I love the experience. I love the social aspect of whining and dining. I mean, it's just the best, isn't it? You know, if you're not feeling what I'm saying right now, then you and I, we need to hang out. I can show you how to eat. I can show you where to go. I can show you how to have fun whining and dining. Now, having said that, though, there's nothing like hitting the pool or hitting the beach and and taking off your shirt with confidence. I mean, nothing tastes as good as that actually feels. But that's just one area of my life that I've been unable to make that connection for some reason. But that doesn't mean that I'm giving up. There's a three-step process to starting over or doing over. And I'm making a new commitment today. And if there's something in your life that you just need to scrap and, and do over also... You can do this along with me. Now, I received some emails this week from Mark and Ellen, Bob, Jennifer, and Dan, essentially asking me for advice on how to do over. Well, Mark, Ellen, Bob, Jennifer, Dan, today's episode is especially for you. Do this with me. And of course, you're all invited. These three basic steps of how to start over, they're applicable to anything that you want to start over. Step one, elevate your values. Now, achieving success when starting over, it begins with elevating your values. I mean, my journey from bagging groceries full-time to investing in real estate full-time, it began with creating a list of everything in my life I was no longer willing to tolerate. I decided that making excuses, complaining about how unfair life is, beating myself up, and, and living paycheck to paycheck, that was just not a life I was willing to tolerate anymore. So after I completed my list... I decided that enough is enough, and I took a stand for my own life. I decided to take a stand and take responsibility for my results, take responsibility for my experiences. So I'm going to ask you, what are you no longer willing to accept in your life? Maybe you're no longer willing to accept mediocrity. Maybe no more excuses. Maybe no more feeling sorry for yourself. Maybe no longer playing the victim and you're actually going to start taking responsibility for your own experiences. You're going to start taking responsibility for your own results. I mean, what is it that you're no longer willing to accept? Maybe you're no longer willing to accept the economy as an excuse for all of your woes. I mean, aren't there people out there right now succeeding in spite of the economy? Of course there are. Maybe they're even doing better now than when the economy was good. I know there's some people out there like that. Maybe you're no longer willing to accept a disempowering network of friends or associates. Maybe you're no longer willing to accept not having a mentor or a role model. What is it in your life that you're sick and tired of being sick and tired of? That you're no longer willing to accept? Personally, I'm no longer willing to accept that half of my wardrobe is too tight around the waist. I'm not willing to accept having to keep my shirt on outdoors this summer. I'm sick and tired of telling people I'm on the latest diet. I'm following the latest fad. I'm on the latest fitness trend. I'm sick and tired of that. It's tired. They're probably tired of hearing it as much as I'm tired of telling it to them. It's really getting old. But what is it for you? Now that you've identified what it is, or once you've identified what it is, what will you stand for in its place? I mean, I'm taking a stand for being a health nut. That's my transformational language. No longer am I on a diet. No longer am I getting in shape. I'm just a health nut. That's what I'm calling myself now. I'm the health nut guy. 
That's who I have become in the last 24 hours. Who will you become? And what I mean by that is, if there's something that you want, who will you have to become to get it? Who will you have to become? Will you have to become courageous? Will you have to become vulnerable, authentic, honest? Will you have to become disciplined? Figure it out. Decide to become that person that has what you want and declare it. Declare it to anyone that will listen and live in accordance with what you've declared. Live in accordance with that declaration. That's step one. Elevate your values. Step two. Monitor your thoughts and beliefs. If you've elevated your values for starting over but lack the belief that you can follow through, you're really undermining your success. I mean, unless you can harbor the right thoughts and beliefs, I mean, it's likely that you'll even try or you won't try for very long. Your thoughts and your beliefs, they're paramount for successfully starting over. Your thoughts and beliefs, they lead to your words. And those words, they lead to your actions. And those actions, they lead to your habits, of which lead to your character, of which lead to your destiny. But your success, it begins with your thoughts and your beliefs. That's where it begins. You must become the master of your thoughts. And you must become the master with intent. You must think with intent. You know, several episodes back, I had a guest on representing the Og Mandino principles for living. Justin Yates at thinkwithintent.com, coincidentally. The book, The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. It's an old favorite of mine. I've read it several, several times, but it's been a while. I loved that book. You know, and so many people give this book the credit for their success. A lot of famous people. I know Matthew McConaughey is one. He's the most famous one that I can think of off the top of my head. And don't let the title scare you either. It's not about sales. It's about life. Sales and what it takes to become a successful salesperson in this book, it's, it's just a metaphor for life. So don't let the word sales or salesman scare you off of reading this book. You know, after that interview with Justin Yates, I, I purchased the Augmandino Home Study Course. I think it was sixteen ninety five. It was It was kind of a hit. <laughs> it was $1,695 for a home study course. And, but it's been worth every penny in every area of my life. And now I'm going to apply it to my health. The book, by way of reading the 10 scrolls, it'll begin to transform your thoughts, your conscious thoughts and your subconscious thoughts. It'll transform them to that of a person that succeeds. And I'll give you a sample. This is the scroll I'm reading right now. And it's specifically for starting over. In fact, it very much captures the entire essence of doing over with regard to how we do over here on the show. So open your mind. It's written in parable and metaphor. It's really spot on. I think you'll enjoy this. And it's spoken by Ogmandino himself. Today I begin a new life. Today I shed my old skin, which hath too long suffered the bruises of failure and the wounds of mediocrity. Today I am born anew, and my birthplace is a vineyard where there is fruit for all. Today I will pluck grapes of wisdom from the tallest and fullest vines in the vineyard, for these were planted by the wisest of my profession, who have come before me generation upon generation. Today I will savor the taste of grapes from these vines, and verily I will swallow the seed of success buried in each, and new life will sprout within me. The career I have chosen is laden with opportunity, yet it is fraught with heartbreak and despair, and the bodies of those who have failed, where they piled one atop another, would cast its shadow down upon all the pyramids of the earth. Yet I will not fail as the others 
For in my hands I now hold the charts which will guide me through perilous waters to shores which only yesterday seemed but a dream. Failure no longer will be my payment for struggle. Just as nature made no provision for my body to tolerate pain, neither has it made any provision for my life to suffer failure. Failure, like pain, is alien to my life. In the past, I accepted it as I accepted pain. Now I reject it, and I am prepared for wisdom and principles which will guide me out of the shadows into the sunlight of wealth, position, and happiness far beyond my most extravagant dreams until even the golden apples in the Garden of Hesperides will seem no more than my just reward. Time teaches all things to he who lives forever, but I have not the luxury of eternity. Yet, within my allotted time, I must practice the art of patience, for nature acts never in haste. To create the olive, king of all trees, a hundred years is required. An onion plant is old in nine weeks. I have lived as an onion plant. It has not pleased me. Now I wish to become the greatest of olive trees, and in truth, the greatest of salesmen. And how will this be accomplished? For I have neither the knowledge nor the experience to achieve greatness, and already I have stumbled in ignorance and fallen into pools of self-pity. The answer is simple. I will commence my journey unencumbered with either the weight of unnecessary knowledge or the handicap of meaningless experience. Nature already has supplied me with knowledge and instinct far greater than any beast in the forest, and the value of experience is overrated, usually by old men who nod wisely and speak stupidly. In truth, experience teaches thoroughly, yet her course of instruction devours men's years, so the value of her lessons diminishes with the time necessary to acquire her special wisdom. The end finds it wasted on dead men. Furthermore, experience is comparable to fashion. An action that proves successful today will be unworkable and impractical tomorrow. Only principles endure, and these I now possess, for the laws that will lead me to greatness are contained in the words of these scrolls. What they will teach me is more to prevent failure than to gain success. For what is success other than a state of mind? Which two among a thousand wise men will define success in the same words? Yet failure is always described but one way. Failure is man's inability to reach his goals in life, whatever they may be. In truth, the only difference between those who have failed and those who have succeeded lies in the difference of their habits. Good habits are the key to all success. Bad habits are the unlocked door to failure. Thus, the first law I will obey, which precedeth all others, is I will form good habits and become their slaves. As a child, I was slave to my impulses. Now I am slave to my habits, as are all grown men. I have surrendered my free will to the years of accumulated habits, and the past deeds of my life have already marked out a path which threatens to imprison my future. My actions are ruled by appetite, 
passion, prejudice, greed, love, fear, environment, habit. And the worst of these tyrants is habit. Therefore, if I must be a slave to habit, let me be a slave to good habits. My bad habits must be destroyed and new furrows prepared for good seed. I will form good habits and become their slave. And how will I accomplish this difficult feat? Through these scrolls it will be done, for each scroll contains a principle which will drive a bad habit from my life and replace it with one which will bring me closer to success. For it is another of nature's laws that only a habit can subdue another habit. So, in order for these written words to perform their chosen task, I must discipline myself with the first of my new habits, which is as follows. I will read each scroll for 30 days in this prescribed manner before I proceed to the next scroll. First, I will read the words in silence when I arise. Then, I will read the words in silence after I have partaken of my midday meal. Last, I will read the words again just before I retire at day's end. And most important, on this occasion, I will read the words aloud. On the next day, I will repeat this procedure and I will continue in like manner for 30 days. Then, I will turn to the next scroll and repeat this procedure for another 30 days. I will continue in this manner until I have lived with each scroll for 30 days and my reading has become habit. And what will be accomplished with this habit? Herein lies the hidden secret of all man's accomplishments. As I repeat the words daily, it will soon become a part of my active mind. But more important, they will also seep into my other mind, that mysterious source which never sleeps, which creates my dreams, and often makes me act in ways I do not comprehend. As the words of these scrolls are consumed by my mysterious mind, I will begin to awake each morning with a vitality I have never known before. My vigor will increase. My enthusiasm will rise. My desire to meet the world will overcome every fear I once knew at sunrise, and I will be happier than I ever believed it possible to be in this world of strife and sorrow. Eventually, I will find myself reacting to all situations which confront me as I was commanded in the scrolls to react. And soon, these actions and reactions will become easy to perform for any act with practice becomes easy. Thus, a new and good habit is born, for when an act becomes easy through constant repetition, it becomes a pleasure to perform. And if it is a pleasure to perform, it is man's nature to perform it often. When I perform it often, it becomes a habit, and I become its slave. And since it is a good habit, this is my will. Today, I begin a new life and I make a solemn oath to myself that nothing will retard my new life's growth. I will lose not a day from these readings, for that day cannot be retrieved, nor can I substitute another for it. I must not, I will not, break this habit of daily reading from these scrolls, and in truth, the few moments spent each day on this new habit are but a small price to pay. 
for the happiness and success that will be mine. As I read and reread the words in the scrolls to follow, never will I allow the brevity of each scroll nor the simplicity of its words to cause me to treat the scroll's message lightly. Thousands of grapes are pressed to fill one jar with wine, and the grape skin and pulp are tossed to the birds. So it is with these grapes of wisdom from the ages. Much has been filtered and tossed to the wind. Only the pure truth lies distilled in the words to come. I will drink as instructed and spill not a drop, and the seed of success I will swallow. Today, my old skin has become as dust. I will walk tall among men, and they will know me not. For today I am a new man with a new life. That's just the first of 10 scrolls. And I paid $16.95 for the home study course, but you don't have to do that. You can get all 10 scrolls in the book, The Greatest Salesman in the World, and it's available on Amazon. I think they've got them on there used for 99 cents. So you don't have to pay $16.95 like I did. And you might want to head over to thinkwithintent.com to take Og's free assessment, as it's going to reveal your inner world, your inner thoughts, and reveal how it's in conflict with your outer world. There are things that are holding your back that you're completely unaware of. I mean, it's really eye-opening how spot-on this assessment is. And you're going to learn stuff about yourself that you might not have ever learned otherwise. And there's real power in awareness. We've talked about that in many facets of doing over. You know, awareness is essentially the first step or the a key to recovery. And Aug's 10 scrolls are ideal for the second step of starting over. Monitor your thoughts and beliefs. In fact, by reading the scrolls as Aug prescribes, They somewhat do the monitoring of your thoughts for you. It takes all the work out of it, which is always a good thing in my book. There are several ways to monitor your thoughts and change your beliefs to empowering ones. But the scrolls, they do it for me. And at the very least, go take the free assessment at thinkwithintent.com. Step three, alter your approach. Now, obviously, if you continue to do what you've always done, you're always going to get what you've always got. But which approach to take? You see, by first elevating your values and becoming the master of your thoughts and beliefs, the path of how to start over, it'll begin to appear, almost like magic. Whether you choose to believe it or not, you'll know what to do. We all typically do know what to do, actually. But where we often fall short is doing what we know. However, if you've completed the first two steps and you're lacking confidence in your approach, seek out someone who is leading the life you want to lead. Or better yet, a community that is leading the life you want to lead. Your environment and the company you keep, they're going to have a significant impact on your success, both tangible and intangible impacts. Adopt a role model or a mentor and mimic their approach to life. You know, in school, this type of approach was frowned upon. You'd get expelled for copying someone else's homework. But in life, it's just smart. There's a saying, pioneers get slaughtered, settlers prosper, meaning there's no need to reinvent the wheel. By starting over using someone else's wheel, you will experience similar success or you'll quickly discover how to succeed on your terms. The key here is to keep the wheel spinning. Success is attracted to movement. A rolling stone gathers no moss. So, to recap, first, establish what you're no longer willing to tolerate in life and elevate your values. Second, abandon your limiting beliefs and monitor your thoughts and new beliefs. Third, alter your approach and keep altering or modifying it until you get there. 
Taking action on these three steps is how to successfully start over. And you watch. You can do it. I'm going to. How can I not? I'm now the health nut guy. And anyone with that name must be in shape, right? I mean, how can the health nut guy not be in shape? Become the person that has what you want. And what you want will be yours too. It can't be any other way. It's nature's law. It's the law of being. That's all I've got for you today. Always remember, whatever you're experiencing, it too shall pass. And the best is yet to come. Your future, it looks so very bright. And that goes for my friend Matthew Sambito too. You know, Matthew is one of my listeners from Joplin, Missouri. And he's really going through it right now. And he wrote me this week. Matt, as you know, we've been struck with a massive tornado that took out 30% of the town. What the media doesn't tell you is that the 30% that was taken out was a huge commercial part. They provided our town's jobs. Walmart, Academy, Home Depot, Joplin School District, and many other restaurants and casual businesses. When all the hype and media coverage leaves, this will be our new norm. And without those businesses, this will have a major effect on our local economy here. On another level, please pray for those who've lost loved ones and are still missing loved ones. This is definitely a hard time for many here. Thank you, Matt. Sincerely, Matthew Sambito. As I'm reading this, I mean, my challenges with getting healthy seem so petty right now. And as you were listening to Matthew's letter, perhaps you were thinking along the same lines about your own struggles. There's always someone that has it worse than you, isn't there? Always. And there are people that have it even worse than our friends in Joplin. I know it's not easy to believe at the moment, especially if you're in Joplin. But it's true, there are. And there are people that have bounced back from those worst conditions. We are human beings. We are resilient. We are powerful. We are the creators of our respective futures. And it's okay to mourn. It's okay to cry. It's okay to lick your wounds. It hurts, I know. It sucks. But at some point, you've got to rally. You've got to get back up. You've got to do over. And I'm going to ask that everyone listening to my voice right now, that you send your thoughts and your prayers to the people of Joplin. Lift them back up with your prayers. Give them strength to endure this tragedy and pull through. God, he's listening. He will provide. He told us. He always will. And we at the Your Do-Over podcast, let's send our thoughts and prayers to the people of Joplin, Missouri. The people of Alabama. The people of Georgia. The people of Japan. The people of Tennessee. The people of Louisiana. God knows they still need it some five plus years after Hurricane Katrina. And Oklahoma is getting hit pretty hard right now with tornadoes as as I'm recording this. So let's take the next moment and concentrate our prayers together for those that are suffering. Love you all. Let's pray. God bless you all. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.